What am I supposed to say again? Oh. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> this is Crystal. And I'm Elle, I think. <laughs> uh, we are both really tired. Um, we don't know why. It's I, the full moon. Uh, that's what I'm going to blame. Is it full moon? I don't know. The It is full moon. I'm can someone it. tell us what the planets are doing? <laughs> I'm just blaming everything on space right now. Yeah. Something's in retrograde. I don't know what. I saw something about Jupiter recently. Really? Does Jupiter even really affect us that much, though? It's a pretty big planet. It's a pretty big planet. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, um, welcome to Alternative Interests, because apparently I forgot what the heck we say. <laughs> It's been a long week. I don't know why it's been so long, but it has. Yeah, I realized that I worked every day this like this last week. Yeah, because Elle has a job now, guys. I do. I'm finally working, and I'm thankful for my job. But they are working me a lot for being the new kid. Yeah. Anyway, it's great. It's fun. So, <clears throat> do we have any news? Thanks for asking, because I know last time I was just like, oh. Oh, yeah. Um, I just wanted to make sure before we get into the episode. I don't think so. We can jump we, right in. We Gucci, Gucci gang. Okay, so <clears throat> today our episode is about Elise. Fuck, how do you say her last name? Poller? Poller. I'm pretty sure. I'm like 99.9% positive that's how you say it. Poller. This is actually the story that inspired the movie Jennifer's Body. It is nothing like the movie Jennifer's Body. I'm putting that out there. <laughs> you know, I've wanted to watch Jennifer's Body, but for it's some slightly reason, cringy, but I love it. Every time it comes up on like Netflix or Xfinity on demand, I'm like, eh, not today. And then when I actually want to watch it, I go look for it, and it's not available. Oh, you just gotta, you just gotta press send. You just gotta send. It I know. And watch I just gotta. I gotta suck it up and just watch it. Yeah. This takes place in, I guess it's like super south California. Super, super south. People said it was south of San Diego. So I just put south, south. South, south. <laughs> in Arroyo Grande. Arroyo Grande. All right. So this all happened in 1995. So I was a baby. <laughs> Itty bitty. There lived, okay, so in the city there lived a cute little 15-year-old girl. She was the oldest of four. And she lived with her parents and attended the Arario, how do you, say, I can't, okay, Arario Grande High School. Elise was, a, I, she's said to be lively and friendly girl who played lots of sports and she also did theater and her family went to church and she was a part of the choir group. So, you know, she's pretty cool. Just kind of a part of everything. Yeah, yeah. She was a well-rounded girl. And she beca- she dreamed of becoming an actress one day. Makes sense for being in California, yeah. really close to Hollywood and being into theater and singing. Yeah. So she seems like super great. And like every 15 year old girl in, you know, the 90s, she she would like, I guess, I don't know if she really skipped school, but she would like smoke marijuana in her free time. And like, I guess there were other drugs that she would do and drink. Honestly, south california in the 90s it makes sense i was gonna say i was like i feel like this was every teenager in the 90s yeah i don't know that's just me but maybe maybe not the harder drugs maybe not the harder drugs because she's so close to the mexican border yeah it makes sense it would be 
readily available. When I was reading and stuff, I could never find like what the harder drugs were. But I wonder if that's just um, because she was a church girl. I wonder if mm-hmm. that's like the good Christian folks at her church. Just we're saying hard drugs, but all it was was weed. Yeah. <laughs> so her parents labeled her to have a drug problem. Okay. They actually sent her to like a rehab facility for a while. And I don't know if it was like a day thing. I couldn't figure out like how long she was in there. Mm-hmm. But her being a minor, I guess that's not quite like who would talk about that. I don't know if it's it's not really important. I feel like. Well, it depends because. And she was like in and out of it. I don't know. I don't know how rehab facilities work. Oh, wait. Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, if, I mean, if she went to one, like yeah. a, like a send away school. I don't think it was like a send away school. It just said rehab. She like went to a re. Her parents sent her to a rehab facility is what it was. And that's where she meets Jacob Delishmut. Delishmut. Close Um, enough. Yeah, close enough. Whatever. He's trash. (laughs) (laughs) So I couldn't figure because I was trying to figure out because I saw a bunch of different like people saying she was there for like a day, a weekend days Mm -hmm. but i could never i nowhere was it consistent to an actual time frame of her being in there okay but it was long enough for her to make a friend okay all that matters well someone with her personality a day probably wouldn't be enough yeah well she made the wrong friend (laughs) um betcha he was cute and that's why oh no i i i added pictures to this so crystal could see oh you can go down to the bottom i'll have to look later because i closed it they ain't cute. Okay. <laughs> I was just like, why would you go through so much trouble over this? I wouldn't. Anyway, back to where it goes. So, back to the story. So, she met Jacob Delschmutt, uh while she was in rehab. And they became pretty good friends. And then, through him, she befriended Jacob's friends. And that was Joseph Ferella and Fiorella. Fiorella. It's Italian. Fancy. And Royce Casey. That is fancy. Yeah. Someone who's going to name their child Royce. Yeah, they better be fancy. That sounds like rich bitch (laughs) on the hill. Like. He, uh, he kind of looks like he's 12. (laughs) I would expect no less, actually. No, no, wait. He's the one that looks really old. Never mind. I was thinking of Carly Joseph because yeah. he's 16. Yeah, he's the youngest one. Well, okay. So she befriended Jacob and his two other friends, Joseph and Royce. And I'm going to tell you a bit about these boys because they trash. They, so I saw like everything kind of had them at two different ages both times, but it makes sense because it goes on, this goes on from 1994 five to 1996 okay and it's just like they're this age and then it like bumps up one okay so i was just like all right so they were i'm assuming when it happened they were between the ages of 14 and 16 and then joseph frella was frella was the youngest then it was royce casey and then jacob um was the oldest out of them okay i think that's what's important (laughs) whatever so they had a band because 
that was the thing back then. It really to was. have a band, and they were a metal band. Okay. I can, like, support that. Like, you do you and rock on hard. Yeah. They just doing rock and ha- on hard wrong. Just very wrong. Their band was called Hatred. Spelled wrong. Because how else? What else are you supposed to name a Honestly, heavy metal band? when you're a teenage boy. Yeah. What else? Yeah. There's nothing else. They. I, I hope they did the cool lettering. That's like... Like Slayer. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Slayer. Oh. <laughs> um, that, I'll bring that up later. Like but, Slayer, Led Zeppelin, that kind of like scraggly, yeah. skinny writing. Yeah. yeah. So they actually got a lot of their inspiration from Slayer. Okay. Which becomes an issue. Okay. That I'll get into. Uh, they did a lot of drugs, and I'm not talking about like weed, um, but... I saw that they did a lot of other things like um, one of the kids friends. I think it was Joseph's friend. No, Jacob. One of the two said that he would he was doing like crystal meth. Oh, that's healthy. And uh, there were some other hallucinogens. Drug hallucinogenic included in there as well. So. That's what they were into. <laughs> um, and like I said, that something became that something that does become an issue. And I want to make this. Cl- so disclaimer right here before I start talking about this, because I know this might be like some people are going to get up in arms about this. Um, is you can believe whatever you want to believe <laughs> as long as it doesn't affect other people. I feel like. Yes. Um. Or you're forcing it onto other people or sacrificing other people. Oh. <laughs> um, I feel like you can believe whatever you want to believe. It's It should be fine. Just as long as you're not hurting anybody. So I was actually just having a conversation with someone yesterday about this. Yeah. About how in America we all believe in freedom and our rights. Yeah. What a lot of people don't understand and what I suspect happens in our story yes, is a lot of people don't get that my freedoms only extend as far as they don't affect someone else's freedoms. Yes. So it's, um, I want to say John Locke theory mm-hmm. that, you know, as long as my choices and my beliefs do not affect your choices and your beliefs... I think it's fine to do whatever you want. Yeah. And affecting does not mean offending. Affecting does not mean contradicting. (laughs) Affecting means quality of life. Ah, yes. Yes, that is the disclaimer. So, Crystal and I both are in agreement that you can believe whatever you want to believe. As long as you ain't screwing anybody else over. Yes. But you can offend whoever you want to. Just be nice about it. I feel. I feel like that's I'd a say big don't thing. Don't even. I don't offend whoever you want to. But like, you can't control what offends other people. Don't be an asshole about what you believe. <laughs> but assuming makes an ass out of you and me. Isn't that like some quote? I yes. might be quoting it wrong. Anyway, um, <clears throat> so this goes into the whole thing, and I, this is why I said that Joseph was super into like the occult and Satanism. So it doesn't seem legit Satanism. I'm assuming that's kind of what it started as. Keywords started <laughs> out as. Okay. Okay. So um, that's why I said 
Um, and I don't feel like Satanism and the occult. I know a lot of people who practice in that kind of like, and who are super into it and they're fine. They're decent human beings. These kids just weren't. <laughs> so before knowing where you're going. Yes. Um, it sounds like they were not into legit Satanism. Oh, it probably wasn't. It was just what he was using as an excuse, which is yeah. not the same thing. <clears throat> yeah, it does kind of end up seeming that way. And I'll kind of go into a lot of it more later when he was kind of questioning some things and asking about it. Like, and like I said, I'll talk about it later. Like he used to be like, uh, would go into chat rooms and talk to other Satanists and stuff like that. And people of those like i know that's like an umbrella is satanism the umbrella to all the other religions like no satanism is an actual religion well yes but there's like the there's another one because there's satanism and then there's something else that goes off of satan well it's like this branch off of and they're the ones who kind of give satanism the bad name um i would say it's not because satanism is kind of a religion, but it's almost just like really devout atheism. And a lot of people don't understand that. What a lot of people think of as Satanism is actual Luciferian. Maybe that's the one I'm thinking of. So what I'm thinking is that he was talking to more of those people, but like the extremists, but not even that because of, well, we'll go into it at the end. Yes. I'm sorry. When I have more information. (laughs) Yes. So uh, because he was in chat rooms and he would talk to people about stuff. And I just don't know if they were not taking him seriously. Let's wait till the end when I have all the information and we can hash out some of this. Because I got to know more about what goes on because it's really hard to speculate. Yes. Okay. So I'm sorry. I really super far got ahead of myself right there. So Joseph was super into the occult and like Satanism. Is kind of what he said. And he suggested it to his friends and was like, hey, this is kind of cool. Do you want to like get into it? And they thought, it, and like I said, it started out harmless. It was totally fine. Yeah, it's kind of like how, it's just, I mean, honestly, a lot of little girls will do similar stuff. They're yeah. like, oh, we're all witches now. Let's yeah. make mud cakes with herbs and stuff and, and grass fragments and flowers and make our witches brew and stuff like that. It's yeah. cute and it's harmless. You don't really know what you're doing. Yeah. And that's kind of what it really seemed like. But uh, Joseph took it too far one day and asked Jacob if he was down to sacrifice a virgin. <laughs> that's healthy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And the quote that Jacob ends up telling, like, police, now we can definitely see where this is going. He said that Jacob, uh, Joseph was like, uh, be down for sacrificing a, a whatever, a virgin. I didn't take it ser- seriously. I said, whatever. Yeah. So you could tell he, <laughs> he was just like, yeah, whatever you want yeah, to do, dude. Whatever, whatever. Sure. Yeah. So we probably see where this is going, like I said. In the late evening of July 1995, Elise got like a call from her good friends, Jacob, Royce, and Joseph, if she wanted to go hang out. They wanted to hang out and go to the secret cool spot. And it was called like the Eucalyptus Grove on the Napamo Mesa. 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 
It sounds kind of like a magical place. It does. Some place called the Eucalyptus Grove. Anywhere called a grove. It really. sounds magical. It does. It <laughs> sounds like really pretty. Yeah. Like I'd be down to go. Yeah. It sounds great. I mean, I thought it was cool, but they were going to go and like, you know, smoke weed, do drugs, whatever. Just chill out. Hang out. Yeah. It's going to be a good time. Good time. Sounds like a good time. So she had a tendency of sneaking out and I'm assuming that's what she did. And everybody kept talking about, like, I saw it very frequently in, like, other podcasts, like, True Crime Garage covered her story, and I can't remember what the other, like, YouTube podcast channel I watched, um, what they were called, and I feel really bad saying that, but they, she had, like, French doors in her room, and I don't know, so it was easy for her to sneak out. Yeah. And I couldn't find that anywhere to be because i was trying to like figure out well why does everybody keep mentioning because i would like catch it them talking about it and then i was like why are these significant besides the fact that she could sneak out because it makes it easy for her to sneak yeah so anyway she it was easy for her to like sneak out of the house a lot of the time and that's what she would do and i'm assuming she snuck out this night because her parents had zero idea where she was okay so she meets them at the spot and they get away from the road. They get all comf is what I'm thinking. You know, they're all hanging out, chilling, relaxed, vibing. And Jacob took off his belt and started to use it to choke Elise. And then Royce forces her like down on the ground and he was like holding her arms down so she couldn't like really kick and get away and everything and she was like screaming i i mean so they have those two holding her down and what's joseph doing (laughs) joseph is taking out a hunting knife oh my god to stab her in the neck and thus he does so this these boys beat up this poor girl and they stab her 12 times okay and when they did the autopsy because when they do find her the wounds were all like superficial like they weren't fatal so she didn't die from being stabbed 12 times did she die from blood loss yes she they these boys stood there and waited for her to bleed out and die oh my god can you imagine how long that took though probably a really long time and the fact that uh, she was actually, like, yelling and screaming out for her mom. And I saw in a few places, and I'm assuming this probably did happen, like, she was, like, praying almost in a way. Like, you know, probably when you're, like, somebody help me, God, please help me. Yeah. I'm assuming because she was kind of, like, in a religious household. Right. That maybe she was saying that. But she was screaming, like, I'm wanting her mom. Oh, that's so And sad. that broke my heart. I was like, this poor little um because think about she's 15 yeah and these guys all of them i think are older than her uh, right joseph is the only one i think around her age who's like her age ish i mean that's so sad that she's with three boys that she considers friends yeah and they did this to her in such a horrible way i mean it doesn't not that it would be less horrible if they just like stabbed her and got it over with but also how did they stab her in the neck and it wasn't a fatal wound i'm assuming he's just really bad (laughs) aim but um maybe it was just like enough 
to I'm this is me being like I don't know the human body enough mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe she like it was like not super deep and then it was more of like a cut rather than a because you can cut somebody's throat and not have them die from it but they bleed out yeah it's uh, with her being choked and struggling i mean she's being held down but she's probably still struggling yeah what are the odds that he didn't hit something because there's major major arteries yeah two on each side i think yeah so no the coroner said that she did not die quickly that is so sad yeah so um trigger warning this is disgusting after they figured that she was dead, like not breathing, not moving, nothing, they started to rape her dead, lifeless body. They would continue this on for eight months. What? Eight months. Eight months. And I'm just, I'm trying to think <laughs> my way through how long it takes a body to decompose. That's what I've been thinking. So I saw that they only did it like, what it seemed like it was like minimum or max well minimum several times is what they were saying right i feel like bodies can skeletonize in like two to three months yeah so it's either they did it like a bunch at the beginning saw it was getting gross just left it or (laughs) disgusting and they would probably go back and visit the body yeah that is oh that's it's so gross. bad so okay for eight months they had this girl hidden away in this area and they told people they would tell people that they were doing like necrophilia to this girl's body like uh joseph the joseph Farella, he even told his mom and and no one thought this was a problem they they thought they were just joking around when you make the same joke repeatedly maybe you should look into it i know right or like if it was kind of like a joke and it was mentioned like once okay cool but like if the kid sounds he's like bragging about it because that's what some of their friends in like high school when they testify they end up saying like he was bragging about this why did no one tell somebody because they thought it was just not real like they were just being stupid okay but at some point that's disturbing yeah like you hear it one time you're like dude that's gross that's not maybe you shouldn't joke about that he says it again maybe you should tell a school counselor maybe maybe but nobody did okay nobody did I'm, I've said it before <laughs> I'm gonna say it again kids are assholes they're dumb yeah basically okay so Elise was reported missing by her grandparents and parents, uh, her parents, pretty sure it was her parents, but her grandparents are also like her grandmother was very involved mm-hmm. as well, but they kept running into issues. I say it's issues that people saw her. So Elise was just, you know, blonde, cute gal, girl next door kind of look to yeah. her blue eyes. Duh, you're going to see other people that look like her. But if she's that, so she she played a lot of sports. Yeah. She was in theater. Yeah. She was in the church choir. It's not like some random girl. This is like a, a girl that is prominent in the community. Yeah. 
So you should know <laughs> but, if you're seeing her. Yeah, people, uh, and I guess the reason why they're like, oh, maybe she was like a runaway, like she ran away, is because it was like in the same county that these were kind of being reported. So one of the reports was somebody saw her at like a gas station. And then I guess people started saying that she ran away with the circus. Random? Yeah, right? I'm like, okay, that's So, you know, at the same school. time, because this happens all the time, the police are probably like, well, she has a history of running away, so she probably just ran away. And the police probably weren't taking it seriously. Yeah, I would believe that. <laughs> but also, I did read that because she wanted to be a uh, an actress that a lot of people thought she just ran away to L.A. So that's... But she's 15 years old. I know, right? And who didn't seem to have, like, a bad life? I mean, yeah. She's got a rebellious streak, but what 15-year-old doesn't? That's kind of what I'm thinking. Like, I mean, if she's happy, I mean, decently, if she's not, I don't know. I just thought it was... I just think that people making all these assumptions and like saying they see her is what really let eight months pass with nobody saying anything. Right. So did her parents believe the sightings? I don't know if they believed the sightings, but some of the things where it was like her running away to go to L.A. to be an actress. That was something where like they kind of believed they didn't want to believe it. But they're like, I mean, if it happened, at least she's alive. Okay, so I mean, like they would keep, I I mean, her parents aren't really helping the situation either then. Doesn't seem like it. Okay. (laughs) So the looking for her part was a total mess. And this led eight months to pass by and nobody really do anything. Um, But over the course of these eight months, Casey started to change his religious reviews. So Roy's Casey, he was practicing Satanism with his two bandmates, but later converted to Christianity. He found God. Okay. So does that mean he found his conscience and he's going to confess what he did? Oh, yes. Okay. But I do want to say this. So yeah, he went to authorities for that. But also Casey feared for his own life because Jacob and Joseph told him uh, they would do it again. And Elise wouldn't be the only one. There would be others. And he thought they were talking about him. Well, so in his defense, that really could be a veiled threat. Yeah. For me personally, I would think, oh, we're going to do this to like more girls, like, or more people. Like, I don't think I would assume me. I would assume it would, like, that just sounds like a threat. It sounds like a veiled threat that. So if I was in a group that I'm, I'm the crazy one <laughs> um, and you come to me and you're like, hey, I've been starting to go to church again. Mm-hmm. I think I'm, I'm going to step away from what we've been doing. I, and I go to you and I say, just remember that this is not the only sacrifice we're going to be making. There's mm-hmm. more sacrifices coming. You should take that as a direct threat. Mm, okay. Well, I guess if it was worded like that, I guess because there was no around context, he would, Royce Casey would just share this, like, I kept just seeing this one quote, like that one quote from them. Right. And 
if it was like him going and being like, hey, I'm converting to Christianity. And then that's when they say it. I would be like, okay, maybe they are talking about him. But at the same time, I don't think you really need context that Mm. he's willing to brutally murder this girl brutally and slowly murder this girl he has no problems murdering anybody yeah so yeah so he actually ended up saying he thought this and like i said i'll get more into their obsession with slayer the band um because one of their songs says if you're not with us you may no longer exist see that again goes to it's a direct threat to him and i guess he was the one who was always kind of like not 100 percent into it and he'd always kind of like be a little like hesitant on trying to be the voice of reason if you can even be a voice of reason in this situation i don't know yeah so the why behind these trash cans well these trashy scum bottom of the dumpster that black stuff that's sticky and you can't get it out trash (laughs) so casey told so after like when he went to authorities he would tell the authorities they planned this for over a month that's a really long time so both sides of the coin one it's a really long time to think and plan about how you're gonna murder somebody but also on the other side if you're someone like royce where he didn't think this was real he thought it was a joke Mm-hmm. it's going on for a month a month is a long time they're like yeah dude okay let's plan a murder <laughs> like you you can see why both yeah sides like and i can also see it to where this is really bad and i shouldn't justify this to where if they're saying oh let's sacrifice somebody i feel like that even puts less real like realness to the situation right because I feel like as soon as you label it as a sacrifice, not a murder, like, hey, we're murdering this person. It's like, whoa, don't throw that word. But, hey, we're going to sacrifice this person. It's like, oh, yeah, ha, 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 jokes on us. Like, this I, is so yeah, funny. Because if you're not super invested in whatever religion he was trying as to... I'm not Joseph gonna, I'm not calling it Satanism because this isn't Satanism. Yeah. I can tell already, so I'm going to stop using that word. <laughs> whatever culty shit that he was trying to claim this was, mm-hmm. if I'm not fully invested in it and you keep using the word sacrifice, it does throw up a big block in your head. That like, yeah. this Especially is when you're that young, yeah. you're probably not making the connection in your brain mm-hmm. that like sacrifice equals murder. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't understand why they just couldn't do a goat. not that that's better no but i don't know okay so anyway casey said that they were planning this for over a month and this wasn't the first time they tried who else did they try on no they tried on her like a time before but it failed so it failed as in like they were too chicken or yeah so i will tell you because they explain so the first time they went uh they attempted they were on a walk with her where one of the boys faked falling down like this ravine uh so she would go after them try to like save him be like are you okay because she's a good person Because she's a good person and when they got down there joseph Frella, this have you noticed are you noticing a trend joseph took out the knife and it's probably the same knife he ended up using on her mm-hmm. and handed 
handed it to who I'm assuming is Royce Casey. But they also said, I saw like multiple places. There was somebody else who was involved. Oh, interesting. But somebody got themselves out. Yeah, somebody got themselves out. Okay. <laughs> and a really good time. So I don't know if it was this other rando <laughs> or if it was Royce. But Joseph threw them the knife to use on her. And Joseph and Jacob were chanting, do it, do it. Like the little bitches they are. But the kid couldn't do it. And they try to kind of make a joke out of it. Like he froze, just totally deers in headlights. He couldn't do it. And I'm assuming he's just staring at her and she's like, what's going on? Yeah. And they're like, like, what what you doing? (laughs) Jokes. Let's get back up. I'm okay. Ha ha ha. Is what I'm assuming happened. Because she was dumb enough to go hang out with them again. I'm not saying she was dumb enough. But also, I don't know. This it's if that happened to me, I would not hang out with somebody again. But also think about it's really common for boys to carry knives. Yeah, but one to throw the knife to the other one and then say, Do it, do it. I think that <laughs> I don't know feel like in the context of all the stuff going on the kid fell down so at 15 being a church girl because I was a church girl at 15 oh yeah I feel like I would probably be naive enough that I'm hanging out with these boys who are a little edgy they mm-hmm. they're boys they make dumb boy jokes in my head if I was watching a guy fall down a ravine in front of all his guy friends, mm-hmm. when that usually happens, when guys do something to it's make themselves look, it is. And all the other guys make fun of them for it because somehow doing something dumb like tripping, falling makes you less of a man. <laughs> in her mind, I can totally see that she's standing there and they're going, do it, do it. They're probably like talking about offing the guy who fell Mm, because he's he's the weak link you got to get rid of him i can honestly see that okay that makes sense i guess i just didn't see and it might be my don't trust a single soul brain turning on and it's just like this is weird but you're talking about that years later when you were 15 let's see when i was 15 I had no friends. <laughs> I, just, I feel like knowing myself at 15, I would, and knowing the way teenage boys act. I guess I can kind of see it. I made a lot of stupid choices when I was like 15. Right. 16-ish. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I honestly can see it as like a dumb boy joke to be like, oh, gotta kill off the weak one yeah and i guess if they do play it off really good as a joke i mean they must have yeah to make her like believe that it was just a joke right because she didn't like say anything about what happened she never brought it up and so she i she seemed every like there everything was fine like and it was just some big joke and blah 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 while casey was explaining this investigators were like I still can't comprehend what the hell you're doing. I can't (laughs) comprehend. Because they're probably like, um, can we get to the point? Yeah. Like, all right. Why did, yeah, like the why, why, why are you, why did you do this? It makes zero sense. 
in an adult brain, I feel like that's normal. So, and especially like the way they did it and how long it went on. Yeah. Anyway, well, Casey, Casey, <laughs> Royce Casey shed a little bit of light on why, because he's such an angel, you know, he just wants to do a good thing. Well, he's born again Christian. Yeah. He just needs to do the right thing now. Yeah. I mean, good on him, but also, nah. <laughs> I don't know. He's still trash. Uh... They got the idea from the band Slayer. Told you this would come up. I told you I'd talk about it. But I know, where? like, <laughs> I'll get to that. Um, they the song there's it's from one of their songs. It's called "Altar of Sacrifice." Okay, was the song that gave them the idea, and their lyrics because their lyrics say. Well, part of the song lyrics is high priest awaiting dagger in hand, spilling the poor virgin blood. And for some odd reason, they said that they took that as literal, literal. I am someone. <laughs> this is this is me being I listen to metal and rock music and there's a lot of bands. And now I'm noticing it's not just rock music. It's kind of like. I don't want to say seeping, but it's trending in other areas as well about talking about, let's say, selling your soul to the devil. And, you know, there's a part of me that's like, it's, I, I'm pretty sure it just, it just rhymes and sounds edgy and cool. But also it's a literary device. Yeah. It's almost always symbolism for something yeah. else, or it's referring to the stigma around like, it's. It's not, it's like the thing that, you know, when it's like, it's the joke that when someone gets like really good overnight, yeah. you're like, oh, they must've sold their soul. Yeah. Or you joke about, man, I would sell my soul for a Klondike bar. Like, <laughs> I say that. <laughs> it's, just, so it's, good. it's a literary device. Yeah. It's over-exaggeration. Yeah. And and it's honestly it creates a really good storyline in most music yeah and that's kind of i feel like especially if you listen to a lot of music they are trying to tell a story through it and i listened to a bunch of slayer actually this morning and it's just there trying to get in the zone yeah i was trying to get in the zone i was listening to them i was jamming out not gonna lie i was like this is good <laughs> good and uh I was listening to them and I was like, this kind of is just like normal rock. Like, do they not listen to rock, like metal music? Because this sounds like what they sing about and how they, it's not that it's not different. It's just, that's kind of what heavy metal is. about. But also think about the era that we're talking about. So music tends to reflect whatever is going on yeah. in pop culture and current events. Mm, true. Around the time Slayer is making and writing music, Satanic Panic. That is true. Everyone is writing about quote unquote Satanism and yeah. the devil and all of that stuff in their music. Because the satanic panic was so huge in the 80s and 90s. Yeah, so it's like a, I don't want to say marketing. I want to say, what is the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Anyway. It's but they, relevancy. Yeah, they're just trying to 
get popular and have people listen to their music and they can write about it. I don't know. I've written things, songs, wannabe songs, poems, poems, whatever you want to, things that go together, words that go together. And songwriting is just poetry. It's fine. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't feel like it's an excuse and I don't feel like something you should take. I mean, like sometimes you can like write it from your soul, but like I would. It's not something (laughs) to take literally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, anyway. I mean, there are funny story. I've already mentioned about how my dad hates certain music. (gasps) Is Um, metal one of them? Anything that's not classic country or like oldies. Oh, that's not even kidding. <laughs> um, there is a Christian band called Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer? There's an anime called Demon Slayer. Demon. <laughs> Demon. I'm going to look it up right now because I know I have them on in my music. Where are my artists? Demon Hunter. Demon that's their name. Hunter. That kind of sounds cool. That sounds cooler. So they're. They're a Christian band. Yes. And uh, Christian rock bands, everything about their music has something to do with Bible verses or Jesus or Bible stories. That's just how they are. When you identify as a Christian band, everything has something to do with that. My dad heard me listening to them one time and there's a story about, um, it's a song literally about like the the lyrics at surface level sound like committing suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, like let the blood flow out, all of that stuff. Yeah. But it's actually about like Jesus's um, crucifixion and yeah. him rising again. But like, if you're not familiar with the Bible, you wouldn't know that. That makes sense. And my dad is very familiar with the Bible, mm-hmm. but hearing the lyrics at surface level, he like freaked out when he heard me listening yeah. to that. But I mean, Slayer isn't that. They're really just very violent. Right, but at the same time... (laughs) But at the same time, They're using the lyrics talking about this Mm -hmm. probably to reflect something else, like a battle with depression. That's a really common one. Yeah, or just people misunderstanding things. Or satanic panic. They're writing about what's going on at the time. Especially, I feel like sometimes a lot of metal music... and. we're getting kind of off on a tangent, but I feel like um, they write things just to trigger people. <laughs> I don't think so. I, I completely disagree with that. I I don't know. It's just like I only say that because I feel like a lot of the things that are, they're like very different from what every like they're trying to make the statement. Does that make sense? They take um, a more visceral side of emotions. Yeah because they're they're in a medium where they can that makes sense and so they take a lot of artistic license with how they portray that kind of stuff yeah because you don't see like ariana grande (laughs) talking about her struggles with i um, shouldn't laugh at that her struggles with getting over the death of Mac Miller. Yeah. She's not going to go and talk about how the devil came to her one night and talk to her about like, 
Yeah. Everyone knows Ariana Grande struggled when he died. They were broken up, but they were pretty close. So when mm -hmm. Mac Miller passed away, Ariana Grande had a tough time with it. Mm -hmm. You don't see her going and writing songs about demons and stuff like that because it's not socially acceptable in pop music. Yeah. It is acceptable in heavy metal music, which is why they can take the artistic license where other artists can't. That makes sense. Yeah. It's all about your medium. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let's get back on the story. Okay, so back off of our tangent. Um, so they got this idea of sacrifice from Slayer and also Joseph's love for all things dark and twisty. Yeah, which is actually probably more so. So I think that he got it from Slayer because he was looking for something to validate his homicidal feelings. I... He probably did get the idea from, like, the idea to get his friends on board because they were into rock music and stuff. I can yeah. see it being the gateway. That Does that make sense, gateway? I feel more like when people have homicidal tendencies and they have homicidal urges, they mm -hmm. look for anything to justify yeah. it. So he wanted to kill somebody. Yeah. And he just happened to find something that was like, hey, I can blame this. Yeah. So that actually is a great segue because Elisa's family has tried to like sue Slayer a lot. And the reason I'm not going to like focus on this at I'm all. rolling my eyes so hard. <laughs> and that's why I started laughing. Um, They tried to like sue Slayer because of this because they're like, oh, this is why they did it. And it, the case always gets thrown out. Good. It um, should be. Yeah. Because judges say that they're like, you can't blame a band for right. something somebody else did and i mean Unless i understand what the f the family wants justice yeah. they want some kind of closure and i've seen this happen over and over again yeah no they did this because uh so these three boys did this because they believe the devil would make them better guitar players it would help them go professional you go professional by putting in the work. <laughs> I just don't understand why they didn't, like, get a coach. <laughs> like, are you really that bad? Like, that is lazy. You want to get better at guitar? Go out and practice. Yeah. That is lazy at its finest, I think. Just the ultimate excuse. <laughs> please, Satan, come to me. And I don't, I just don't, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I'm like, gosh, I'd rather sell my soul than do this. But, like, I still do it. <laughs> right. And you it, you can cool. understand that yeah. you're not going to get there if you don't put the work in. Yeah. Apparently, to them, putting the work in was sacrificing this poor girl. But And I also, I'm sorry, sidebar. Also, I feel like they did it very wrong. <laughs> like, aren't you normally supposed to have, like, a... Like, there's supposed to be, like, a ritual or something before sacrifice. But that's kind of, like, where my mind went with this whole thing. I'm like, I feel like they just did it very wrong, even if that's what the goal was. Anyway, back to the story. So, a bunch of people were probably like, why Elise? So, why didn't they pick any girl or anybody else? Right, because they tried else? to kill her once and it didn't work. Were they just focused on her? Yes. And I'll get even more into that a little later. But Casey said she had blonde hair and blue eyes. And because she was a virgin, she would be a perfect sacrifice for the, for the devil. I understand the virgin thing. 
blonde hair, blue eyes. Why? Yeah. Why does just her cute little girl? Because she was just a cute little girl. Okay. Yeah. Except not okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I just can't. But yeah, that's like one of the things I was like, I mean, I, I don't know. Like that, that is their excuse, like Casey's. And later on, and I'll talk about it, that Joseph actually had a lot more to do with who <laughs> than what Joseph Casey Joseph did. Yeah, Joseph had a lot more say than about who than Royce Casey is saying. So Royce was trouble was a troubled soul after the murder. And I would be too. <laughs> most likely before he was a little troubled soul if he had those kind of friends. Uh, but he kept a journal. Which I, okay, I do have to applaud that. Like, good on you for keeping a journal. I wish I kept a journal. That's just me, though. Um, But he would write things in there. And a lot of them kind of pertained to them, like, killing her. And there's like quotes of him talking about like fighting for uh fighting on the other side. What does he mean about the other side? I I it, that started popping up when he was switching to like Christianity. So and like I I'm I'm thinking he's trying to come up with clever song lyrics, but no, <laughs> and I feel bad saying like. I don't I wasn't quite sure if it was him on the side of evil or like going to the side of evil or if it was him on the side of good amongst the evil. I was kind of slightly. Yeah, that's confusing. I would need way more context. Yeah. To understand what he's talking about. Yeah. I because. No offense. You phrased it really, really weird. Oh, so. Was he writing this journal talking about the quote-unquote other side leading up to the murder? Or was this him getting his feelings out after the murder? It was after. So he started writing all this after they murdered her. Okay. And so he kept the journal and he started writing things that were like about being on the other side and fighting. Okay, so I think he's talking about mo- this is him Moving. coming to terms with converting to Christianity. Yeah, that's kind of okay. What it seemed like, a little because like, that makes more sense. Yeah, and then he would he also also he wrote about the rising of Satan and how the more sa- and how he would need more like sacrifices of virgin meat is how they put it meat meat. <laughs> Okay. Um, you know what that reminds me of? Oh, gross. Do I want to hear this? Supernatural, where the demons call humans meat suits. Oh. That's just what it reminds me of. <laughs> that is a lot more lighthearted than I thought it was going to be. No. Okay. But, yeah, that basically that they would need to sacrifice more people to Satan to keep him satisfied. And this was Royce? Yes. Royce Casey. The one who converted and told them everything the one who's always kind of been on the fence about everything and i'm just confused he seems like he's flip-flopping back and forth i think that's see this is when it comes to him writing things i feel like that's kind of you can 
you could probably see his internal struggle and that's probably why he went to the authorities about everything is because he was having this in- struggle i'm struggling figuring out what he was thinking so it's okay same okay i couldn't I personally, when I was looking, because I was trying, I saw like these little excerpts, mm-hmm. pieces of his journal entries, and I couldn't find context. Context. And Which I was, is hard. I wish there was somewhere, because nowadays. And when, I was in page, I, I just, disclaimer, I was in page like five or six of Google. So. <laughs> well, also think of it, it's 1995. That's what I kept trying to tell myself when I was at page like four. <laughs> so. If this happened now, you know there would be... It would be everywhere. His journal would, would be, be released. Yeah. Like, you would have... You would probably... Photographs in his handwriting of his mm-hmm. journals. That was not as common to yeah. release that kind of stuff back then. Yeah. But also the fact that if he was a minor, I don't think they'd be able to. Yeah. That's one thing where I feel like there is a lot of things that are like, here's a baby bit. Here's a baby bit. Because they were all minors. Yeah. I think besides Joseph was the oldest. No, Joseph was the youngest. I think Royce Jake- was the oldest. No, Royce Jake- was the middle. Jacob was the oldest. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, that was a thing. Like he was just really internal struggle and he just wrote a lot of nonsense. <laughs> he wrote from the heart. <laughs> Hearts full of nonsense. I don't know. (laughs) Exactly. Okay. After Casey confessed, they took the other boys in and they all pleaded guilty. They all admitted to everything. They told them about their fascination with the occult in great detail. Like I said before, at first for them, it was like harmless fun. But uh, Joseph Farella was the one who kind of like took it too far. So I'm just like I kept saying like, Joseph was a little bit crazy. He was, I don't know how else to describe him as he troubled. Was troubled, I feel like is putting it nicely. So, well, so we don't know everything that was going on in, in his head. Yeah. And we can't diagnose him. I, so, yeah, true. I mean, troubled is all I can really think to say about him. Yeah. A little obsessed. Oh, Yes. Little? Little bit. Okay, so he was, him being into the, like, the occult and Satanism and studying all that wasn't what I, wasn't what, like, made him bad, I feel like, and it wasn't what, it, it, I don't feel like it. It was just an excuse for him. It was, like, an excuse and probably just an interest. I don't even want to say him looking into other, like, Satanists because he did, like, Alistair uh, Cowlery. Alistair Crowley. Alistair Crowley. Wow. (laughs) Okay. Was like the reason behind any of this. I really don't because other people look it up and they're totally fine functional people of society. Yeah. But I mean, we could do a whole episode on Alistair Crowley. Yes. Yes, we could. (laughs) So I'm not saying those were the bad things though. Like I'm actually really impressed he did a lot of studying on all this. I think, I mean, it was probably really hard back in the day, but I'm impressed. Okay. He had an interest. Okay. He had an interest, but I think his interest was more self-servicing than yes. anything else. And it was, went, he took it a little, that's like, that's what I, he just went too far. I he think was, he found something that he could exploit for, to fit the purposes he wanted and yeah. he used it that way. 
Yeah. That's kind of what it ends up seeing, seeming as. He would end up talking to like other, like I said, Satanists is what they were labeled as mm-hmm. online via like chat rooms and stuff. And they would give him like pointers and like advice on things. That's why I don't want to call them Satanists, even though that's what they were labeled as, because this is not Satanism. Yeah. Not so, even close. I don't know who he was talking to, but everybody, I'm just, who knows who they were, but everything in the articles and such right. labeled them as that. But like I said, I don't no idea who they actually were, if they were part of something else or just trolls. So the thing is back then. Mm-hmm everything that was bad (laughs) well so that's what it is so people didn't understand what satanism was um i don't think it was even an official religion back then was it really not i don't think it was when did it become an official religion let's bring jane back (gasps) and jane can do an episode on satanism yes oh hey guys spoiler alert we're gonna do an episode on satanism um Hopefully. because Jane is really well versed on mm-hmm. legitimate Satanism. Which I find fat fattening. Fascina- fattening. Fascinating. Fascinating. <laughs> I was gonna say like fantastic and fascinating, fascinating. and they just kinda Yeah. I th- um Yeah. Because back then people didn't understand what Satanism was. It was probably scary to them. And well, different. not just that, but they just everything everything that you would think of satanism is devil worship and witchcraft and uh sacrificing none of that is satanism mm-hmm. so these people in these online chat rooms are probably self-identifying as satanists because that's what because they, they don't think know. it is yeah. but that's not what it is yeah so yeah <laughs> he's talking to people in chat rooms about this and I'm just you know what this sounds like? This sounds like people in chat rooms who pretend to be vampires. <laughs> and they talk. A- I'm not even kidding. So, you, like, especially when Twilight got really big. Oh, yeah. People talking about um, being obsessed with vampires. I want someone to suck my blood. And so there would be all of these chat rooms that popped up about people who are, like, acting out vampire role plays. Where there are legitimate people who are vampires. Oh, okay. Wait, are you talking about like role playing versus actual vampires? Or people thinking they're actually vampires when they're role playing? A little bit of both. Okay. So I know that was people in these people in these chat rooms are like, oh, I'm obsessed with vampires. I want a vampire to suck my blood. They don't understand what it is. Yeah. But then there are actual groups of people who are legitimate vampires. They do bloodletting. They do blood drinking. And for some of these people, there's actually health benefits for it. That's cool. Can we do an episode on vampires? Let's do an episode on real vampires. What? what? Actually, let's do um, a two part episode on like vampire lore and then like modern day real vampires. Yes. Um. (sighs) Because there are groups of people who engage in consensual bloodletting and drink each other's blood. And I remember seeing uh, an episode on the Netflix series Dark Tourist. Uh This one guy legitimately is like, I have an iron deficiency. And this um, is great. And when I drink other people's blood, I 
I get some of their life force in me. Uh-huh. I feel healthy. If I go without drinking blood for more than a couple of days, he's like, I get ill. I have issues. I like have blackouts. So like, that's interesting. It's really interesting. That is super interesting. That's what this reminds me of. Uh-huh. These people in a chat room saying, I'm a Satanist that don't actually know what it is. That make that, that makes a lot of sense. Okay. So, he was talking in chat rooms with probably wannabes. Let's call them that. Yeah. And uh, they would, like, give him advice on things. And, like, he would ask questions and stuff. And I don't know if these people thought it was a joke or if no, it was... No, because when you're in that chat room, you are role-playing. So you're talk- when you're talking about sacrificing someone it's and, all a, and not- having an altar and doing it with a special knife and having this whole like this whole uh ritual saying that you have to do over the body and herbs and all of that that's role playing. Yeah. It's like legitimately it's like a vampire chat room going yeah. through and role playing someone coming and biting your neck. Yeah. So this yeah. He was in these chat rooms when he shouldn't have been. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. And talking to people he probably shouldn't have been talking to. What is he? 15? They probably fed into this oh, this fantasy that he he is legitimately serious about this. He wants to hear from other people yeah. on how to do it. These other people are doing a role play and and he neither side is understanding the other. Yeah. It's a big communi- miscommunication thing and this kid did not get it and I don't think there needs to be more disclaimers in the world, I feel like. So they also, uh, these three boys, would go grave robbing. That's healthy. (laughs) So they would steal things from graves. Like, these kids were not decent humans. That's all I'm saying. Like, I mean, no. Not making excuses for them. But they are hard workers. Grave robbing is not easy. That's a lot of digging. They could have been practicing the guitar. Right. Instead of... Like, they're willing to put the work into something. Yeah. So why don't they just do it into their music? Wow, man. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting like really triggered by this whole like. And I already did the research <laughs> and I'm just now getting triggered. <laughs> it's like, guys, it was really, okay, I'm sorry. Sidebar. It was legitimately me being done. And I was like, why didn't they just take all this time and practice the guitar instead of. Right. Put more work into their band. You know what? They probably just had no talent. That's and they decided that the only way they were going to get big is if the devil gave them talent. <laughs> All yes. the practicing in the world will not give you talent. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. So all this plus the reason why I think they did not drop Elisa. Elise. Why was I about to call her Elisa? Elise. Is because... Joseph Farella is said to be obsessed with her. Like they would stalk her. Like he, I don't know if it was they or just him would stalk her and creepy all about her and like they went to school together. Oh, I forgot to say that. Um No, you mentioned it. Oh, they I went did. To school together, yeah. Okay. Her and two of the boys. It wasn't all three of them. It, she did not go to school with Jacob. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you mentioned that when we were talking about rehab and where she met him. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So he was like obsessed with her and I think that's why they fix he fixated like on her and yeah. why it had to be her. 
and why the first time didn't work, so we had to do it a second time. I d- okay. Like, I hate to make that as the excuse, but he kind of was, like, the ringleader right. of the whole thing. And the other two boys kind of, like, in other things, you can kind of, like, see them talking. And it's always Joseph this, Joseph that. Joseph was the ringleader yeah. of all of it. So, like I said, they all pleaded. It said no con- uh, contest. No contest. No contest. To the murder of Elise and were sentenced to over 25 years to life. Okay. So I they try they tried them as adults. Okay, makes sense. For what happened because it was so brutal and stuff. And like I said, it was over the span of so it happened in 1995, July, mm-hmm. but it took 8 months to find them plus the trial and everything. So I think that's why the ages are so like they're this age. No, they're this age. Yeah. Because when they were being tried, they you were like You didn't pay year. attention to the dates on the articles again, did you? <laughs> I have a really bad... No, it wasn't that because they were all way, way later. It okay. was... Um, I think they kept putting the ages as when they were being tried, not when it happened. Does that make sense? Right. So some people were talking about when it happened and some were talking about during yeah. the trial. Yeah. Yeah. So they were all a year older not wiser (laughs) and um i just wanted to quote the judge on what he told them when it happened because they're all like i did this because of satanism i did this because of um slayer slayer and the devil and da 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 so the judge real quick when he said elise really was their ticket to hell and that they did the ultimate sin against god I just thought that was really funny. He like basically threw all of it in their face. Like, sure, okay, well, you're going to hell anyway, so it's yeah, fine. Like, you wanted to worship Satan. Well, cool, you get to live with him and burn for all eternity. <laughs> basically, because you killed this adorable, like this girl with so much promise. Like, she's yeah. super talented, super well liked. Yeah, just going through a phase. Yeah, that's kind of that's basically who wasn't going through a phase at fifteen, right? <laughs> If, like, you, if you're not going through a phase at 15, you're lying. <laughs> you're going through a phase. <laughs> and I'm not going to go into the whole um, Elise parents suing Slayer multiple times. I think it's only two. because, mm-hmm. But it, it was a minimum of two times. And because, yeah, I don't believe... I believe this is just very troubled, not good people who did this. It's not because of... It, yeah, they were looking for an excuse. They were looking for an excuse. To justify them wanting to kill a girl. Yeah. So, that being said, that's it. So, guys, if you want to become good <laughs> musicians, just freaking do the work. Yeah, do the work. Did you see if they're, um, they were sentenced to 25 to life, when are they eligible for parole? I don't remember, but I know that they don't want them out. Like, I don't, I was reading one article and I forgot to put this in. It's, it's in my cited sources and stuff. Mm -hmm. It was saying in there how they don't like officers and judges don't want them out because they feel like they are not 
what is it safer society or something like that suitable suitable release or whatever release yeah i can see that about joseph yeah royce i think he probably has a chance um and then jacob i'm not really sure jacob doesn't he seems like more the from everything he was definitely the follower just i don't want to say wrong place wrong time because he was there and he could have done anything else right but he's definitely along for the ride and just really just doing whatever because he probably looked up to joseph yeah and he's probably like you know i just i want you to like me he was quite a bit young he was like two years younger than him which is a pretty big difference when you're a teenager yeah so he probably just wanted to be his friend wanted him to like him and they were in a band together. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I don't think they're getting out anytime soon. Okay. Because of how they did it. Anyway. Yeah. Well, I mean, Good. 25 to life, they might be eligible for parole this year. Oh. Next year. 1996. Next year. So, yeah, they might be eligible for parole next year. We'd have to look at it. I so. would have to figure out which article it is. It's up on my computer at home. Are you looking it up? I tell you which one it is on here, but I don't remember. Actually, Royce Casey was denied parole in July 2016. And oh, okay. he is eligible again um in 2021. Okay. Fiorella, so Joseph is up for parole in June 2020, so he was actually just barely up for parole uh-huh. a couple months ago. I think he was uh was he denied is that the one that no i think i saw the other one that said casey was denied yeah casey was denied yeah and Um, then that's when it said that they were not and i don't see anything about jacob in this (laughs) i just find it really i'm sorry i do find it humorous that jacob side note he's just the side note (laughs) he's like oh yeah and that other kid was there too (laughs) Because I think Jacob was the one who was gloating about it at school. Joseph told his mom. And Casey, I think, was the one who was more quiet about it, but not super gloaty or anything and mouthing off like the other two. Yeah, I don't see anything about um, (laughs) Jacob. (laughs) Well, I mean, they mention it here that they're all serving in separate prisons, which is good. Keep them all separate. I'm super sorry. I forgot to mention that. (laughs) And I told myself, oh, I forgot to put that in my notes, but I should mention they so something happened with our recording uh, at the very end of this episode. I don't really know exactly what happened. Thankfully, we were able to get all of the content going. Of course, uh, me, the audio professional, not professional, didn't notice that something had gone awry until a week later when I am here editing the episode. So I just want to thank all of you for listening Thank you for coming and spending time with us every week. Thank you for recommending us to your friends. Keep recommending us. We really appreciate the listens. Check us out on Instagram at Alternative Interest Podcast. Check us out on Facebook or also Alternative Interest Podcast. You're welcome to send us a Gmail. We have some fun stuff in store for October. I would love it if you guys would send us some of your personal ghost stories because we would like to do an episode 
of spooky listener ghost stories, I have a couple that I might share. Um, check out our website. We have a case suggestion form. You guys have been giving us really good suggestions lately and just keep them coming because we want to cover the things that you guys want us to cover. We have a collaboration with another podcast coming up soon. Uh, Just a lot of really fun, good stuff. So thank you so much for listening and we will see you next time. Bye.